What's up, everybody? It is noon in South Florida. It is noon, maybe near you. But I'm talking to you solo, Mia, because my good friend and partner, David Solomon, is traveling and is actually in Europe. Yep, that godforsaken place where English is not a first language. But we're not here to talk about David. We're not here to talk about uh, me being in my real office, as you see from all the toys. Uh, but we're here to talk about, you know, Ukraine. You know, are we taking it serious enough? Have we taken it serious enough? And are we going to take it serious enough? In the history of war, it has never been telegraphed in real time. You have instant videos, you have instant messaging, you have live FaceTime, you got recordings that are being distributed in microseconds in real time. But are we seriously taking this war, it's a war, seriously? You know, you have President Zelensky, who is in front of almost every single lawmaker in the Western world, pleading with us, the people, help us, please give us what we need. We are on the front lines of defending democracy, right? And remember, democracy is different for us in the United States than it is for those people in Canada and even more so for those that live in different parts of Western Europe. You know, and some of us try and sum it up easily by, you know, the freedom of speech, you know, in Canada, you don't have the freedom of speech. You know? These are rules that, that exist, very you know, insignificant minutiae, but have a large impact on our lives. But are we taking this war seriously? We sit at the water cooler every day at the office, say, did you hear what happened? How do you feel about it? Are, is our government doing what it must to support this country, a very small country, the size of Texas? So it's, how small is that? With 20 plus million people that are being bombed at by its neighbor. This is ridiculous. This is utterly out of anyone's concept that this could happen in the modern era. Or is it? This happens almost weekly in Israel, right? They're bombed being lobbed off the borders between all the opposing countries around Israel every single week. But yet we don't talk about that either. So is it because it's not blowing up in our backyard that we just don't care enough? Is the government using this whole conversation about the Ukraine and the war to deflect away a five, six, seven, and almost $8 gasoline? Are they trying to deflect the fact that bread went from 99 cents to 399? You know, but is this important? Are, are, we, are we giving up enough to protect our freedom? You know, originally Russia, Vladimir Putin, who is an extremely, extremely aggressive neighbor, who said, I never want NATO on my doorstep. But as he quickly invades Ukraine, he puts NATO around all of its borders. So are we listening to just more rhetoric to a madman? Because any madman that blows up nuclear centers, schools, hospitals, apartment buildings, condos, homes, fields that grow food, 
starves the world of ammonia nitrate. You know, are we talking and taking this serious enough? I came to you with David a month ago and discussed this breaking news that ammonia nitrate, which is 63% controlled by Russia, 20% by China, and these are 2019 figures, are no longer being exported to the Western world. You know, that is a declaration of war. I'm going to single-handedly starve every nation until they agree with us. Are we taking enough action against India, China, and more for taking the cheap oil and supporting Russia's economy? You know, the minute we took them off the SWIFT system, China stood in to help out Russia. Did we project what we were doing too much? Are we allowing the oligarchs to remove all their assets before we capture them? You know, what is doing enough? Are we not talking about the war enough? I was talking with David in France, and in every bistro that he went to, no one in Europe is talking about this war. Is it because we're not bombing France? Is it because we're not bombing England or Germany? Or how about the United States? You know, United States is shares a border within a couple of hundred miles between Alaska and Russia. People seem to forget that. Does Vladimir Putin want to now go and invade Alaska? You know, where is it enough? Are we talking enough? Right? I don't believe we are. I believe we must do more because democracy is what is right now being challenged globally. Whether they're people in China, right, the, the, the Wheatish that are being killed and massacred, the Uyghurs, or are we talking about those people in North Africa, or are we talking about people here at home that are starving, that aren't making ends meet, that the largest taxation on the middle class and lower class has just taken place? But is this war being spoken about enough? I'm not in the Ukraine. We have brought to you two young women, one who is fleeing the Ukraine, running for her life from Kiev to Poland and Romanian borders. Or we're talking about Natalie, who works for the think tank in Odessa, who's hearing air raid sirens every single day. So, I mean, if you're an Israeli... You're used to hearing air raid signs. If you live in any of the better part of the Ukraine, you're now getting used to hearing an air raid sign. Do you at home know what an air raid sign sounds like? Have you ever heard one? Would you know what to do if you did? I'm not sure. So are we talking enough about the war in Ukraine? And is it serious? Ladies and gentlemen, I implore that you really do understand the facts. The facts are a madman who isn't abiding by any rules at all. Again, we're trying to abide by rules so not to create World War III, but dealing with a madman who doesn't really care if it is World War III or not. He has lobbed missiles at nuclear sites that don't have precision guidance. So we're trying to, pardon the French, pussy willow 
around the fields, but are we doing enough to support the Ukraine? Now, they haven't asked for our troops. We're not going to get embroiled in a Vietnam War. But what is the harm on taking components that are all very aggressive, whether they're Stinger missiles or whether they're airplanes, whether they're from Poland, who is actually 10 miles from the bombs that were launched two days ago, and delivering the planes that are in Germany from our Air Force base in the United States. Do you have a problem with that? Are the optics that bad that the planes from Poland are being given? Does it matter who's actually given? Now, listen, I understand that Poland passed the pony off to the United States. Wasn't exactly a a real nice thing to do, but Poland is right at the crazy man's doorstep. And I don't blame Poland for wanting to provide aid. In fact, they are the ground zero. They are the Texas, the Arizona, the California border, the United States, for the Ukraine. Millions of people are trying to get into Romania, Ukraine, blah, 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 can't even speak anymore, Poland, Romania, and others trying to make it through Europe. Could you do this? Would you leave your home, your spouses, your children? Would you pick up arms to defend your freedoms? That's what this President Zelensky is asking the United States, Great Britain, and the rest of the world. You know, you took the United States in World War II to be bombed in Pearl Harbor to get us into the war. For three years, the United States stood by as an invertebrate and watched the massacre of millions of people. Is this president, President Biden, wanting to be that president that allows millions of people to die for optics? I, as an American, hope that this president doesn't just send money, sends the required tools that they're asking for, not to tell them what they need. We are not their fathers or mothers. We are their brothers and sisters. And if we don't defeat this axis of evil, I fear that we risk losing all of our democracy around the world. We give up our liberties every single day. I don't know if you agree, but this is my opinion. And I really stand fast with this opinion and hope you'd see the same. So again, I'm asking you, are we talking enough about the war in Ukraine? I look forward to seeing your messages. I look forward to hearing how you feel. I wish you all safety. I ask if any of you are donating any money to the Ukraine, I ask you to please find a reliable source. They are in need of everything. I'm hearing calls from tourniquets to bandages to weapons. Now, obviously, we can't send weapons so easily. But I do stand with all those people in Ukraine. And again, if you're listening, please be counted. Speak to your government. Speak to the local official. Tell them what you support. Talk about what's going on in the Ukraine more. Think how easy this problem can be in your state, can be in your province, can be in your town or village. It doesn't take much. And as you can see, even a poorly executed battle, as the Russians are experiencing, still 
causes massive carnage and loss of life unnecessarily. Who would think that in the modern era where we debate EV, electric vehicles, and the environment would make any sort of the news over the death and carnage in the Ukraine? I see pictures, I see live videos of bombings that go on for, it seems, minutes. With each one so deafening could rupture your eardrum causing you not to be able to hear for the rest of your life. And that would be the last thing you heard. Your loved ones being in the way of, of a madman that has soldiers that think, he's def- that think they're defending their motherland from Nazis. The president of the Ukraine is a Holocaust survivor grandchild and child. We have to stand up for these people. We have to be heard. We have to understand that Russia sees no diplomacy. And if you don't agree with that, then ask yourself these questions. Why would you starve the world of ammonia nitrate, the base of fertilizer? Why would you try and jawbone and threaten your neighbors about taking our oil? Why would you electronically try and break your country's electrical grid, break into your government computers, try and destroy your lives. But I have one last question. Why would our government in the United States utilize China's TikTok to give messages? That's another story. I hope we get to it later in this week. Guys, it's coming close to our quarter hour. David, if you're watching, we miss you. And to all of you out there, have that conversation about Ukraine. Find out the facts. Put yourself in the position of all those people that are running for their lives. Take care.